Hey everybody, I'm Amy. And I'm Ashley. And welcome to the official episode one of Witches, Witches Be like. like. Because we all have that one creepy person in our life who looks normal on the outside, but on the inside, they're a little bit of a weirdo. We are those weirdos. Yeah, we just happen to flock in 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 numbers. Crows of a feather, bitch. <laughs> exactly. Crows of a feather. Exactly. So, we have an interesting topic for our inaugural podcast episode, and I'm excited about it. Uh, it's a kind of a kind of a deep one, kind of a weird one, and it's kind of still still relevant. There's a lot of a lot of unsolved issues going on. With this place we're discussing today, and the place we are discussing, oh, disgusting, yes, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. <laughs> the place we are discussing today is <clears throat> now known as the Stay on Main, formerly mm-hmm. known as the Cecil Hotel, Hotel Cecil, and informally, the Cecil in downtown Los Angeles. Yep. Now, if you've never heard of the Cecil Hotel, it is a hotel that was built in... The 1920s officially opened in 1927, had 600 guest rooms, and it's got a bit of a history. Yeah, and and it's still pretty relevant today. I mean, there's even the American Horror Story even had a season based off of the hotel. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but just kind of... Yeah, so we are going to get into it. So I'm going to start off with a bit of a history about it. It was... Built in about 1924 by hotelier William Banks Hanner as a destination for business travels and tourists and was designed by Lloyd Lester Smith of the Beau Art Style and it cost $1 million to complete. It had a marble lobby, stained glass windows. It was gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was a pretty happening spot back in the day. and But within five years of it opening, of course, United States sank into the Great Depression. So, you know, it flourished. It was a fashionable destination throughout the 1940s. Um, but, you know, kind of as time went by, it went downhill. Um, so, it's nearby the area that's pretty much known as Skid Row because you got a lot of homeless people, a lot of runaways. As of right now, I think there's as many as 10,000 homeless people live within a four mile radius of the Cecil. Yeah. Um, by the 1950s, it had gained a reputation as a residence for transients. So, you know, sometimes there'll be a lot of people that, you know, they're homeless, but they live in a hotel. And so people basically live there. Yeah. Um, you know, as time went on, of course, a portion of it was refurbished in 2007 after new owners took over. And in 2011, they did rename it to what it's known as now as the state on Main, kind of as a way to get away. And distance itself from that past. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Which I understand um, from a business perspective doing that. But I mean, sure. it's kind of like, you know. It, it was built at a time that Hollywood was like the happening place. You had the golden era. The golden era. You had the Marilyn Monroes, mm-hmm. the Humphrey Bogarts, the Valentinos. You know, that was kind of oh, yeah. where they went, where they hung, you know, like kind of like the Roosevelt. Yeah. So for that sure. was a that was a thing. So as time went on and the area declined, it began to decline as well. A lot of violence happened at this hotel. 
It did. So there's been a number of suicides, murders, serial killers have lived and killed there. Supposedly it's haunted. Supposedly it's cursed. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, It would appear that there have been at least 16 deaths at that hotel resulting from non-natural causes. So. Um, we're going to talk about those and... Yep, I have actually, I have pulled up a list. It says there, um, and of course, you know, internet is a wonderful thing. Thank you, Google. Um, Yes, So since 1931, it's gained a reputation for suicides and other violent deaths. The first recorded one happened on November 19th in 1931, where a resident staying there by the name of W.K. Norton was found dead in his room after basically poisoning himself. He had checked in to the Cecil under the name of James Willies from Chicago. It's basically the earliest known suicide at the hotel. So it's basically like kind of once, twice a year. Each year there's been a death going by, you know, the list. Yeah. 1932, a maid found Benjamin Dodick, who was 25 years old, dead from a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the head. And he did not leave any kind of a suicide note. So there's no, no reason why he did it. The next one really got to me because I was like, what kind of mindset did this person have to be in? In July 1934, a former Army Medical Corps sergeant by the name of Louis D. Borden was found dead in his room there. He had slashed his throat with a razor. Like, what? I'm I'm with you. Like, what kind of mental state do you have to be in to not just take your own life, but but to do it that violently? I mean, that's violent, and and for for someone else to have to clean up that, you know what I mean? Like, that's my mindset of it. Is somebody else has to clean up that mess because that's a messy way to commit suicide. Yeah, that's that's horrible. A lot of people have like jumped. Yeah. Like, one woman supposedly fell from a ninth-story window, but they don't know if it was an accident or suicide. Um, another one, a man in 1938 jumped from the top floor before going through a skylight of a neighboring building. Another one, this one, this one really, really gets me because in 1944, I've heard a lot about this one, um, a Dorothy Jean Purcell was sharing a room at the Cecil with a shoe salesman. And she'd been unaware she was pregnant. She went to labor. She testified later on that she did not want to disrupt her roommate. So she went to the bathroom and she gave birth to a boy. She thought the baby was dead. So she threw him out of the window. And he landed on the roof of an adjacent building. So she was charged with murder. As she should have been. And But she got off with it because she was found not guilty by reason of insanity. Because she was mentally confused at the time of the incident. And it's like, well... And, and you know, that seems to be a growing trend with people that stay in this hotel is... They're jumping. They're, they're, they're not mentally stable. No, no, At no. all. Another one in, like, 1962, a woman jumped from the window of her eighth floor room and landed on a second-story interior light whale. Did not leave a suicide note, but among her possessions that they found was a bus ticket from St. Louis, 59 cents and change, and a bank book showing a balance of $1,800, which back in 1962, that was a lot of money. Yeah. And then there was another one on, um, and this one is the one that really 
kind of gets me is on October the 12th of 1962, Pauline Oten jumped from the window of her ninth floor um, room after an argument with her husband. And uh, when her husband left the room prior to her suicide, she landed on a pedestrian. Oh, my God. And this pedestrian was 65 years old, um, killing them both instantly, obviously. Um, there, were no win- there were no witnesses, so obviously the police thought that they had jumped together, that they had committed suicide as a couple or, you know, something to that effect. Oh, wow. But it was soon determined that because... The pedestrian had his hands in his pocket at the time of his death, and he was still wearing shoes that um, he hadn't jumped. Oh, but wow. can you just imagine walking down the street and... Just minding your own just, business. Just going about your day, and just all of a sudden a body's flying to, and lands on you, and that's what takes you out of this world? Like, that's insane to me yeah it's like <laughs> you're just going about your day and next thing you know you're standing at the pearly gates like what the fuck just happened right, to me like, what happened it's like what literally wow. just happened to and, and me? it's like how i that that kind of thing that just cannot be <clears throat> that kind of thing can't be planned it's like mm-hmm. how do you jump from a window and land on a person right like, I've heard right. some crazy shit, but that kind of blows my mind a little bit. Oh, yeah, mine too. Um, after that one, there was one in 1975. A still unidentified woman jumped from her 12th floor window onto the Cecil's second floor roof. She had registered at the hotel on December 16th, four days prior. Mm-hmm. And she's never been identified. She's never, there's never, there wasn't a note. There's been no, no rhyme or reason. This is just a Jane Doe that just offed herself and she didn't even check it under a false name or anything i don't even think they had a name yeah. or if she did they didn't release it yeah and then the, the next one is now this the is the one. recent one this yeah. is the one that inspired american horror story yep. hotel yes. with lady gaga yeah ryan murphy actually went and visited the hotel and did a lot of research on this particular murder and you can kind of see traces of it throughout the season too as you know and you can kind of hint at it as we talk about it but it's but it's just weird i want to know after we after we talk about the story i have a burning question about this though what is going on at this hotel mm-hmm. or what what kind of energy is there where people that stay there either encounter some kind of a haunting or they in, they get to a point where they commit a murder or they kill themselves or just right in I want to know, but this one, this one, I cannot, I can wrap my head around this one. So, going into that, I'm pretty sure everybody has heard um, about the mystery of what happened to Elisa Lamb. She's that 21-year-old Canadian girl who was found inside one of those water supply tanks that sits on top of the hotel roof. Apparently, she'd gone missing three weeks earlier on January 31st, 2013. Now, what led them to find her were people in the hotel were complaining about the water quality and low water pressure. And the water being black. Yeah, some people said it was brown. Some people said it was black. Some people said it had a weird taste or a weird smell. And so... And if anybody has seen the uh, movie Dark Water, a lot of people like to compare the two because Dark Water came out before. So it's it was thought of, okay, maybe this is somebody that is just obsessed with this movie and wants to see it play out in reality and, you know, things of that nature, yeah. which... But 
they they ruled her death like an accidental drowning. But what gets me is because from the way I've heard is that it's very hard to get access to the roof. Like it has kind of a barrier that has an alarm on it. So if somebody goes up there, an alarm goes off that says, you know, it'll let somebody who's at the hotel or who's running the hotel know that somebody's up there that should not be up there. There was no way she should have had access to the roof and to be able to get into the tank by herself. Well, they said, you know, I, I saw a YouTube video and there are people that have tried to climb a ladder to get to the top and alarms did not go off. So it is still possible for you to get up there through the ladder, which I'm hoping that now since this has happened, that they have like maybe security or have well secured it a little bit more maybe. than what it has than it was because there are people that have you know been able to but get up some, on the top but there was some weird shit going on about like her behavior i'm pretty sure you've seen the video that was on youtube that, that they, the police reviewed yeah, the security camera about yeah. her getting in the elevator like she was acting weird she the video showed her getting in the elevator pressing a lot of buttons hiding in the corner of the elevator waving her arms around like just trying to shoot something off they said that like there was part of the video like when you could see her walk out of the elevator and the doors never closed they never closed and then the elevator was malfunctioning yeah you could see her in the hallway talking to somebody but there was never anybody there and then she ran back into the elevator and was hiding and looking around the corners like she was looking for somebody and then you know the doors closed and then she went up i guess up down i don't know but when they did a uh, autopsy on her, they said there was no sign of any kind of drugs or alcohol in her system. Yeah. So. Which, to- from the research that I've done, she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So, a lot of people have blamed that on what has I happened. I don't think you could blame but, that on bipolar, to be honest. I right. mean, maybe if she was having a manic episode, poss- it, it's a stretch, but possible. Right. But, um... I don't. I, I like to think a lot of people try to jump to a logical conclusion, but there's just so much that's not known Correct. about this. Oh, and yeah, not definitely. a lot is really known. I'm, I'm, you know, for the skeptics, I want to kind of give both sides to it a little bit to kind of just, you know. Well, she, I'm not a skeptic, she, so I don't care. <laughs> she, she was <laughs> diagnosed with bipolar disorder and uh, with not having any medication. She was on bipolar medication at the time. So... It, that could have had something to do with it. Not saying that it did, because it on the video, it does seem like the the elevator was malfunctioning. She was stepping out, looking. She was even at one point trying to hide in the corner of the elevator to try to make it to where nobody could see her. To me, that seems and more like just, a it, mental breakdown and not a bi. Right. Because typically yeah you know bipolar goes from one extreme to another that's just my basic knowledge you know i don't i don't pretend to know anything about bipolar disorder we're not claiming to be psychiatrist at all i I know nothing about it so (laughs) i'm just you know but it's just a lot about that and then after her there was um on june 13th 2015 Mm. so just literally four years ago a 28-year-old male was found outside the hotel. Some believe he may have committed suicide by jumping from the hotel. Although a spokesperson for the coroner informed Los Angeles Times that the cause of death had not been determined. So his cause of death has not been determined. Now, this brings up the list of deaths either by suicide, accident, or murder to 
up to 16, which are from non-natural causes. It does exclude the 1940 case of Dorothy Scheider, who's reported to be in a critical condition after ingesting poison at the hotel. But there's mm-hmm. no further information whether she died as a result of that. And the Cecil has also been connected with several well-known murders as well. The biggest which, one being the Black Dahlia. Which for me is probably the most intriguing to me because serial killers have always been of interest to me. Like it just, it makes me, it intrigues me because what pushes a, a person to do these things, yeah. you know? Um, and the Black Dahlia is definitely a, a story that has always drawn to me and I think dahlias are beautiful flowers um, I wore a black dahlia in my hair for Halloween last year you did and it was beautiful I, I, I was um, channeling my inner Elizabeth Short just exactly minus being cut in half <laughs> but, but um, she stayed at the hotel and she was seen at the bar just days before she died in January yeah of and she's one of Los Angeles best known unsolved murders yes. if not one of the world's because to this day just, nobody knows who does who did it there's still a lot of speculation it's one of the one of the oldest most well-known cold cases and the the way that she her body was she had the glasgow smile where uh, she was cut from ear to ear split her drained which that's of blood also had a part and, in american horror story of and, course um and throughout the seasons you'll you've seen the black dahlia oh, in, yeah in american horror story so but in, and then of course you know you had the serial killers Richard Ramirez and Jack Death Unweger Romeo. Li- both <laughs> lived at the Cecil during their um, yeah during their killing sprees. Yeah, yeah. Death Row Romeo has always been one that um, I follow quite a bit because it amazed me how many women kind of threw themselves at a man that was known for killing women specifically and they're just like oh here i am yeah just from june 1984 to 1985 um richard ramirez murdered at least 13 victims yeah men and women using a variety of weapons and he was living in the cecil hotel during this time he paid 14 dollars a night Mm -hmm. he would often um throw his bloody clothing into the cecil's dumpster yep so, he wasn't living there when he was finally <clears throat> apprehended, but, I mean, come on. He lived there for, like, a year and all that. And then there was another serial killer who, he was an Austrian serial killer, um, Jack Untweger. And he killed in several countries. Mm-hmm. And he was convicted in 74. He did 15 years in prison. They let him out, and he was released. And then when he was released, he stayed at the Cecil did more murders he murdered three sex he workers was, and because he was actually got out and he was saying that he was a journalist and he wrote different things and um once that happened and then he, he killed himself he, yeah yeah on the night of his sentencing for the killing the three hookers in los angeles while he was living at the cecil he hung, he himself. hung himself in his cell yeah and say, this place looks so creepy i mean it is so so creepy and old i kind of want to stay there you know this place is haunted oh yeah definitely oh there's no doubt in my mind that it has to be haunted i mean you have to think about all of these these people that have taken their own lives and and have been murdered here there's no way that it's not that there's not that residual energy 
and the their spirits lingering around because there's been pictures taken where um people have like have seen something in the picture showing up somebody took a picture in like 2014 that shows a ghost um just kind of chilling in the window of the fourth floor and that's kind of that, that's weird oh another one a man also opened fire from the hotel's w- rooftop a 26 year old jeffrey thomas paley terrified guests at the cecil and people passing by when he went up to the roof and fired several shots from a rifle on december 1st 1976 he didn't shoot anybody so nobody was hurt thank but goodness he told the officers after he'd been arrested that he didn't intend to hurt anybody he spent some time in a mental hospital and so he purchased the gun and fired the shots to demonstrate how easy it was for somebody with psychiatric issues to get their hands on a dangerous weapon and kill a large number of people yeah interesting so has anybody got any stories of where they've stayed at the sea so has any of anybody been to california and stayed there because i need to know if this place is as haunted as i think it is Right. It's got to be. It has to be. And, you know, it. for for me, it's it just can't be me and you that are like, oh, this has got to be a haunted location. We need to stay there. There has to be other people that are thinking the same thing that we are, that we need to go stay there just to kind of see and be able to say, hey, we stayed at the Cecil, at the the place where all of these things have happened. Yeah. And, I mean, it's get plenty of sleep beforehand because i doubt you'll be able to sleep too much while you're there but (laughs) and i mean i'm pretty sure the uh, the whole place just has to be just has to be haunted it's like you can't turn a corner without seeing a ghost or hearing something or getting woken up in the middle of the night by noises or seeing an apparition walk across the room and then go out a window replaying their death over and over I mean, there's got to be some, like, intelligent haunting. There's got to be some residual haunting. There's got to be. You can't have a place with that much of a dark history and not have that energy still be lingering. Absolutely. And, I mean, and it's in a rough part of town. It, it's it got so much associated with it. There's got to be something something there to it there's gotta be because all those people all of those people what do they all have in common just basically you have a year after year after year up until the 70s somebody at least once a year throwing themselves from a window or jumping off the roof landing on signs landing on people and poisoning themselves shooting themselves mm-hmm. and then to have it stop in the 70s and then here comes like 2013 with elisa lamb and then about two years later the guy just laying on the ground outside and nobody knows what happened to him right so i mean which that's insane there's got to be something connected with the land i mean i've heard stories where there's been like satanists have practiced there and I mean, come on, it's Hollywood. You right. don't you don't know what's going on there behind closed doors and what kind of stories are there that we don't know about or that and we can't we probably research. Never will know. You know. So I think that's kind of interesting. So that kind of does it for me really on the Cecil, because that's pretty much all I've got. But it's one of those yeah. places that's kind of on my bucket list. 
because I've always wanted to stay in a haunted visit. hotel. At least a visit, stay a night, and then maybe go to a different hotel. Right, I want to go stay at the um the Roosevelt because yes. supposedly that's where they have the room that Marilyn Monroe haunts. Yes, and you can supposedly see her in a mirror, and they have a specific room that it's always booked up because everybody always wants to stay in the Marilyn Monroe room. I want to. I so want to because how cool would that be to see Marilyn Monroe's ghost? Ugh. And you can just smell the Chanel. Ugh. Oh my god. <laughs> um, if you can't tell, we we have an obsession with haunted and creepy places. Yes. So yes, staying in a haunted hotel is on my bucket list. And if you guys know any any haunted hotels or you guys have any haunted stories from where you've stayed at different places, feel free to let us know. We'll tell you how we'll, at the end of the podcast. Yes. And so. reach out to us. We will definitely, definitely share that story. Share that information. Because one thing that we do want to do is we do want to share at least one personal story per podcast. Mm-hmm. So whether it's one of ours, a listener of ours, we want to share it because everybody has at least one story that they cannot explain. I don't care how much of a skeptic you are everybody has a story that something has happened to them that they have no logical explanation for what they experienced absolutely some of us have more than others a little bit some of us Um, i'm a a walking (laughs) ghost story um (laughs) and you'll you'll learn more about our ghost stories and things like that as we have a time as as we go on and and yeah like i said we're the creepy bitches it is what it is um let's see we have a list of other things that we want to talk about and while i look through my book ashley yes ma'am um do you have any recent stories or what we want to talk about oh i got something okay shoot so I was uh, scrolling through Facebook. Oh yeah, the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dear listeners, and my dear Ashley, we have to have a talk. Yeah, a little bit, y'all. Why? What makes people think storming Area Fifty One is a good idea? Let's be real. I. I I don't know if it's like, let's see how far we can push our boundaries. And people are just running with it, just running with it because they're like, oh, if it's if it's so many of us, what are they really going to be able to do? Are they really going to be able to stop us? And to be honest, uh, yeah, they, they can. They can. I mean, we military. Like, you know, the Facebook, because I saw that as well. Yeah, it, It's like over um, like a million people 1. now. 1.7 million people. Oh, as of 21 hours ago, according to CNET, it's like 750,000 people want to raid Area 51 and see them aliens. Yes. Why, y'all? It says on this, on this Facebook, it uh, says 931,000 are going, 804,000 are interested in going. So, so I just, just want to for just, all of our listeners that you know may be in on this, and you're thinking, "Hey, that that sounds like a good idea." It's not. Let let me. It's not. Let me go to Google, and we are going to talk about Area 51 for a second. Now, of course, it is restricted airspace over Area 51, so commercial military flights not originating from the base itself it is illegal. Okay, you can and will be shot down more than likely. Oh, yeah. 
you know? Oh, yeah. It's a military operating area. There's no fences around the borders, but there are orange poles that are marked with warning signs. The signs tell you that photography isn't allowed and that trespassing on the property will result in a fine. Signs also warn security is authorized to use deadly force on people who insist on trespassing. Okay, repeat that again. Deadly force is authorized on those who insist on own trespassing so so for those people that are wanting to trespass i want to just let you know you are putting your life at risk Mm -hmm. because we have one of the strongest military in the world and not to mention you really might not want to mess with that you I just are just you there. are watched at all times at Area Fifty One because Completely they watched. will have people dressed in desert camo called camo dudes. Literally, that's what it says, camo dudes. Yep. Because they wear desert camouflage, they usually drive around four wheel drive vehicles, keeping an eye on anyone near the borders of Area Fifty One. Supposedly, and this is just allegedly conspiracy. I don't know. Right. Their instructions are to avoid contact with intruders if possible and merely act as an observer and deterrent. If someone sees suspicious, they'll call the local sheriff to deal with them. However, every once in a while, they have confronted trespassers seizing film, recording devices, and intimidating. Sometimes there are helicopters that provide additional support. There are rumors that the helicopter pilots occasionally use illegal tactics like hovering very low over trespassers to harass them. They do not want you there. Okay? Now, this is one of the things that I am skeptical on. Do I believe in UFOs? Yes, there are such things as unidentified flying objects. Aliens, on the other hand, I'm I'm on the fence about it. Here's my thoughts on that. I believe that we can... With all of the galaxies, all of these planets, we cannot be the only living yeah. creatures on these other planets. Oh, absolutely. Now, I, do I think that there are little green people that walk around? And, no. And absolutely, 100% not. And even if there is, why would they be in a base in the middle of Nevada where they have done, oh, I don't know, nuclear testing? Uh, no, no people. I... No, I don't think there's aliens at Area 51. What Mm. I think is at Area 51 is classified military information. We're talking new stealth bombers. We're talking new military equipment, new kinds of military technology they're developing and testing. So, no, people, aliens are not in the desert and Do this not is coming from, go to the desert. This is this is coming from people that are into the paranormal and into the into this is the creepy from shit. Somebody who has seen a fucking UFO. I mean no people yes area 51 is interesting however i do not think you're going to go to area 51 run like naruto from a japanese anime right. not get hit with bullets and you're gonna find an alien no you're going to find guards that probably will shoot you without hesitation and they're probably not going to shoot to incapacitate Okay? Correct. So, say yourself... And if you think that you're going to go and try to get this classified information, and you're going to know what the government is hiding and all of these things, it's not going to happen. You're not going to get that far. No, you're not. I promise you, you're not. (laughs) But I'm just saying. I'm... I'm, I'm, 
And before we get bombarded with, oh, y'all are just, uh, you're, you're, you're just standing up for, no, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying this because, no. please, go, we do have you, a- boo. Do you, boo. Go ahead. If you want to go to Area 51 and do you, I'll enjoy the memes either way. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> And, and we'll be watching the live that comes up. And, Absolutely. And they're like, people are raiding Area 51. And then however, all of a sudden, it's going to be like an action movie. And it's however, I'm really, really deep in my heart. I'm really hoping that this is all just a giant Facebook joke. Please, people, Please don't do that. Just don't. Common sense is going to tell you if you know that you're going to a place where they have CIA agents. And military. military guarding are this area. I guarantee you, you're not going to be able I, to get I'm in. I'm just saying. Unless you have military equipment, <laughs> which I assure you, no civilian has military type equipment that can withstand what our government has. Right. And I'm just, and I'm just saying, these people, if there are no fences, if there are nothing to keep people out of the borders... I, I, I think you need to be more scared of that than something that has a fence to keep you out. Right. Because they're, they're probably packing something a little bit more than just, you know, an electric fence. So, please, people, use your brains. Right. Please, for the love right. of all that is creepy. I guarantee you, I weird. will not be one of those people that I are going to be either. going to Nevada I'm to sit out stand. Out. I will be watching it on Facebook Live, <laughs> on CNN, on on Fox News, on ABC. God, I'll just be no. watching it on any newscast that you choose to watch it on. I will be just sitting there just enjoying yeah. watching However, these just, people do. And it, I mean, it's good mm, for a laugh. I'm enjoying the memes, oh, like, yeah. left the and right. They're hilarious. hilarious. I'm here oh, for it. Hilarious. I am here for it. But mm. seriously, if anybody really does this, I got no words for you. Right. <laughs> I got no words. Right. We have, we have, I, don't, I don't either. I just feel like that you just got to use your brain, like what Amy just said. Please you could, you just got to use your brain on this because you're not going to get what you're looking for no, with that you're not if you're looking for the little green people i assure you they're not there there's plenty of things <laughs> if you want to see little green people i'm sure there's plenty of things that that are illegal that you can find so you can see these little green men right so um which is probably just a tad bit safer than trying to go raid area 51 right but you know just gonna throw that drugs are bad okay 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 okay. but yeah if you you want to see little green men that's probably gonna be your safer bet right (laughs) just gonna just saying so and, and if you do decide, let us know. From? Let us know if you oh, have what from. your thoughts are on the Area 51. Let us know what. Have you seen an alien before? Right. Have you seen a UFO? Have you seen the little green people? And if so, where, when? And what was your story? Give us, give us the full story. We want to hear it. That's what. That's what we want to be very, very open and very, very. We're down to hearing. We want to talk to you guys. So yeah, talk to us. We're down for us the know. discussion. We're down for any and all things creepy. And because, I mean, yes. come on. Every day is Halloween for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. Every like, day October is Halloween. October is our month. Mm-hmm. It is my favorite time of year. Both my kids Woo-hoo. are born in October. Halloween um, is my, my mommy is born jam. in October. Halloween is my jam, y'all. Yes. It's always been my jam since I was itty bitty. 
and it'll probably be my jam up until I'm 90. So <laughs> that should tell you guys October is going to be fun for this podcast. We We're going to do so much fun stuff. And we have cannot plans. wait. It is going to be beyond fun, and I'm excited for it. We have a lot planned coming up. We do. And so we stay have tuned. some interesting topics lined up. I mean, when I say we got some interesting topics, we got some interesting topics. We're going to have some interesting characters and we promise not everything's going to be serious right because we can't always be serious life right, is too yeah. short so amy tell them where they can uh they can message us we've been talking about yes, we want to communicate yes, yes. with them so we have uh, speaking of facebook we do have a facebook page which is be like podcast you can go drop so us like, a like give follow, us a follow comment interact with us talk to us we we enjoy this mm-hmm. um we also have an instagram at which is b every now and then you'll see pictures pop up from recording day mm-hmm. me editing which is like my least favorite thing to do pictures of me and ashley creepy things we share creepy mm-hmm. memes they're always funny we also do have an email address that you can reach us at at which is b pod at gmail.com uh, so Yay. That's the official, and it will be put up on the Facebook page and the Instagram. Absolutely. We so, don't do Snapchat. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> don't do the Snap. Yeah. So, and you can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts, you Woo-hoo. can find us. Absolutely. So. And we would greatly appreciate you listening, reaching out to us, talking to us. We want to hear from you. Absolutely. We want to hear from because you. Because everybody needs a little bit of creepy in their lives. Yes. Everybody needs a little bit of interesting in their lives. Yes. And I mean, come on. Shit makes you think. It does. It does. And makes you kind of look. Makes you do think a double twice. take at times. Makes you think twice. <laughs> Absolutely. So, Ashley, is there anything else we want to add before we hop to the next episode? Uh, not at the moment. I think that, you know, we're good at the moment. Just All right. Well, I don't have anything else to add either. Yeah. So, with that being said, stay spooky, y'all. Woo. Today's episode was written and recorded by Amy Throckmorton and Ashley Link, produced by Will Albritton, Denny Throckmorton, and Wayne Pickerel. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play. Please give us a like on Facebook, Witches Bee Like Podcast. You can also get us on Instagram at Witches Bee. Please drop us a line at witchesbeepod at gmail.com if you have any stories or just have a topic that you want us to discuss. Thanks so much for listening. Hope y'all stay spooky.